0: Hello and welcome to movies I love. My name is Jimmy Gillespie, and this is my fun adventure of starting a podcast about movies and why they are great, especially the ones I really enjoyed. Um, and I'm kind of like my wife in a way that uh, there are a lot of movies I I, I like. I'm not too particular um, in what I don't like, I guess. And I mean, there are some obviously I've seen that just just don't work for me. i do not like anybody. She, on the other hand. It's hard for her to find a movie that she doesn't like. Um, I'm kind of jealous of her in that way a little bit, where she can watch a movie, any movie, just about it doesn't matter, except for maybe a horror movie. Horror movie she doesn't like. Other than that, she she, she can enjoy anything. Um, I'm kind of that way for the most part. I kind of just take the fun part of it and just what it what I enjoy about it, and not think about maybe the dialogue or maybe this you know certain things about the character or certain plot. Some something's the plot, but like. Maybe the CGI wasn't great or something. Like most of the time, that stuff doesn't bother me. I'll be honest. Um, I just kind of take the movie for what it is. If it enter- entertains me, that's great. That's what I go for. That's why I enjoy a lot of action movies. Uh, I enjoy the Fast and the, Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> it, they're not cinematic masterpieces by any means, but I enjoy them. Um, I love some Nicolas Cage. Movies, Uh, I love, even some, there are a handful of Michael Bay movies I really, really love. They're on some of my favorites of all time. They're not masterpieces, but they're fun, entertaining. Love the, you know, the superhero movies especially, so, and that's kind of what we're we're going into today. So, podcast, just, it's it's me diving into some movies that I really enjoy, why I enjoy them, what works. um, Upon rewatch, try to find some different nuances or things about a movie that I hadn't noticed before. And just discuss it with you guys. Um, hope you guys like it. Leave some comments about the movie maybe why you liked it or what, what you liked about it or, you know, what, what you saw in it that maybe just touched you or made you feel good about it yourself or whatever. So, hey, let's get into this. Let's get started. This is the first episode. I'm just trying this. something fun. Um, I have used to do a movie podcast with a couple of friends, uh, coworkers at the time. And it was a weekly thing for, I think about a year, that did another year, maybe. Um, it was a blast. And we haven't done it for a couple of years now, and I kind of miss it a little bit. But, um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. So, today, the first one, um, we're going to start with 2017's Wonder Woman. Starring Gal Gadot and Chris Pine, and then directed by Patty Jenkins. The sequel, Wonder Woman 84, is now out in theaters. I have not seen it yet. Um, plan to go soon. Just haven't had the time with... Busy work schedule last week uh, before Christmas, then uh, Christmas with the family um, all of the weekend, so just had no time. So we hoping to see it soon. Maybe the wife and I will go. Maybe we have to go separately, which is what usually happens because we have a six-year-old daughter. So <laughs> we can't, can't exactly take her to every movie we go to. Um, so one of us goes, comes back, then the other one goes, usually. It's kind of a system we've worked out. It works for us. So it is what it is. Um, but, no, let's get into this. It's not 19... Or, almost like in 1984s <laughs> it's not 2017's wonder woman um set back in world war one time uh in the, in the 1910s so let's get into this and, and why this is such a great movie uh and, a great addition to the dc eu or the DC, dc extended universe as it used to be called is called not sure what's going on exactly with that but quick synopsis of the movie um Let's see. A uh, Steve, uh, Steve Trevor, who's played by Chris Pine, crashes into uh a, 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 into the ocean just outside of this island of Themyscira, which is a hidden island, uh, where a bunch of where let's see a world of or a clan of Amazon women, um, made from the gods, live in this world all all to themselves, and no one knows no one knows they're there. Uh, they're these incredible warriors, and he he crashes his plane outside of them. It's washed up on, or you know, but is saved by one of the Amazon warriors named Diana, who is the daughter of the queen. She's played by Gal Gadot, of course. Um, they find out there's a huge world war going on. She goes to help. She goes with him, to try and stop the war or to kill Ares, who, in their culture, they believe is is causing the war. Um, and upon seeing the war, she tries to stop it and essentially end World War One. Um, of course, Diana is of course Wonder Woman, Diana Diana Prince. Also, she's known by so, um, but she's very naive when she leaves home. She finds out, you know, all all the stuff about the world, about man, because you know, the the Amazon women are very secluded. They're secluded on this island. They try to stick to themselves. They don't want to get involved in man's world. Um, it just is. It's it's the way of their life. She, on the other hand, wants to help and go see what there's to do can kind of to discover herself and her full powers and and her and her destiny essentially. So it's it's a, it's a great origin story. Great it's, it's one woman's origin story and it's a great great story. Um very well directed, acted. It was awesome. It was a fun fun movie. Um it had a, it had a lot of great great moments to it and uh, as far as action as far as hits in the feels a little bit a couple times. So it, um it was a great addition to to the to the DCEU. Um, some of the reasons it worked, especially, um, obviously you got to see Diana's or not na- naivete, naivete, I guess you can see, you can say of, of the world when she meets Chris Pine upon you know saving him in the ocean, pulls him ashore. Um, she even asks him, "Are are you ma- Are you a man?" And he's like, "Of course I am. Like, <laughs> what else would I be?" Because um, she's never seen a man before. She's only seen Amazon women. So that's all she knows. Um, and then on their trip to London in a little boat, you know they have a discussion about. Men and women, and her, and her, her her culture and stuff, and she knows some things about about men and women, um, but you know there's also some things she's quite naive to. And when she's walking through London, she discovers a whole new world, and it, it's interesting. Kind of, you know, as an audience, you're know, watching this unfolding unfold through her eyes and through her learning about the world itself, because she's only known the mascara, and that's all she's known. And so it's it's great to see what what she's learned, how how she learns it, and what she thinks certain things are. She meets his secretary. She tells him what, what she does for Chris Pine. She's like, it was in the trailer, the line is, that sounds more like slavery. And if you think about it, someone doesn't know what a secretary does Well, she does his, his paperwork, does this and this form, does all the stuff that he needs her to do. <laughs> to someone that has no idea, it sounds a little bit like slavery. It's kind of funny. It's a funny line that's in the trailer. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it's fun to see her learning about the world and when she finally starts to understand the world a little bit, um, to a certain point, to a, to a certain point of view, um, she obviously wants to really help, and then you see her kind of take over, which which is some awesome awesome moments. I'll get to here in just a bit. Um, but also the reason it worked is just, I said the direction. Um, it was it was well. It was, the action was so well directed. The visuals are great, um, and of course she's a superhero, so you gotta. You know, it's in this very realistic time that actually happened, but she's set in this world, and yeah, there's some super obviously, some big superhero moments. Things she does that are not human or not, you know, to normal humans, but it's still pretty. It's still fairly grounded for the most part. It really is, cause it's in World War World War One. You know, the, the world, the war to end all wars, and uh, it just is. It's just so well done, and you see her use her powers for the most part. Without, without you know, making this big grand scale of uh, you know of a scene of things, she tries to you know do it to help people. She doesn't want doesn't want to hurt more people. She wants people to you know, survive. She wants to end this war. She wants to help, and that's kind of what she's all about. And you see it th- through this movie, and then you get, the, you get to the end, which is I'll talk about it a little bit. Also, it's not well not well regarded. I I liked it. I I, I had no problems with it because to me, I'll get to it later. It reminded me. It reminded me a lot of the other DCE movies, DCEU movies, which also aren't that well-regarded among some people. I enjoyed them. Anyway, um, let's, let's get to some, some of the reasons I love this movie. Um, first of all, the the actors or the, the characters. Um, Gal Gadot, who's I guess primary biggest thing was probably being um, I believe it's Giselle in the Fast and the Furious movie she was in. I think Her introductory was, I believe, Fast 4, or Fast and Furious, I think it was called. The fourth installment. Um, she's working alongside, alongside uh, Baraga, I believe was his name. And she's in that. And then all of a sudden, in Fast 6, I believe. I don't, I don't think she was in Fast 6. I think Fast 6, they round they round up the crew um, to help in, I believe, London. And she's called in to help. Um, she also joins the team with, with Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. And her and the character Han kind of start a little budding relationship. Um, and then, of course, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it by now, that movie came out a number of years ago. <laughs> Fast Six. She, uh, it, 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 we, we assume dies. I mean, of course, you don't actually know that because you don't see her die. But there's a huge, long runway scene and on, on, a, on a plane. It's the longest runway in the world, by the way. <laughs> and she is... I'm like, I'm like a, a Jeep or something, hooked to the plane, and she jumps off the plane to shoot one of the, the quote unquote bad guys to save Han's life. She falls. She falls probably, I don't know, maybe maybe eight, ten feet or so, something like that. It's not a ton, but, you know, going that fast uh, hits part of the pavement, and you assume she dies. Because Han later, in the scene, is a little sad because obviously she sacrificed herself to save him. But then the bad guy in the movie is in a plane that blows up. And somehow he gets in the hospital later and alive. How he lived and she didn't is one thing I would love I'll never understand about that movie. She she just yeah she felt probably she probably like badly injured. Why she didn't live and he did? He couldn't ex- explosion. Sure, movies uh, that's that's Hollywood for you. But anyway, so she, she was she in that, and then I think she probably went into you know production for this um, soon after. So people weren't really sure she hadn't seen a of her acting ability. Could she pull this off? Um, sure, she's she's obviously. Gorgeous, um, she's beautiful. She's, she you know, has a charisma, some charming personality to her, um, because she pulled off Wonder Woman, and, and pulled off that strength and you know that inner strength and it's just that the quality that, that you know Diana has, and she does it. She does it wonderfully. Um, there's no doubt about it. She does it incredibly well. Sure, there's some that maybe didn't like her performance a little bit. I, I don't know why. I think she was great in the movie, and so a lot, a lot of people thought she was fantastic. Um, Chris Pine and Steve Trevor the the pilot, I believe he's an American pilot but with working with the British, is it, know, if you, if British he is British he doesn't have an accent at all but a spy working with the British you know government to spy and he goes to spy in Germany um, and then ends up meeting Diana and they have they work together but then this relationship forms um, you can see at the end of the movie and then obviously I think probably one Woman 84 he's back somehow um and obviously she's missed him. It seems like so. There was this relationship that started and kept going. Um, she, was you know, she, she, of the first man she ever fell in love with. So, um, yeah, he, he's great. He's great in the role. He's he starts to understand her a little bit, but then there's also times where he does it and tries to do things his way when maybe he should listen to her. As all of us men are, are you know, I've done. We don't listen to women sometimes, and we should. It happens. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but no, he's great. Even the the uh, the, the other side characters that are, that are with their group, um, their character names are blanking on me right now. There's, oh gosh, there's... oh Sir Patrick, Samir, and Charlie. Uh, oh no, sorry, Samir, Charlie, and the Chief are the three uh, that are you know with their group of that go to stop uh, the Doctor Poison, I believe she cause she's called, um, and the Ludendorff who was played by Danny Houston yeah that's that's the main villain in the movie and they're trying to stop them from putting this poison gas out and killing thousands or millions of people so the, the their, their crew is great um even the, the little bit you see on Themyscira with Connie Nielsen as Hippolyta and then Robin Wright as Antiope, um you know it's great you see the world and it's a beautiful world it's a great action scene on there when uh, the Germans come following the chase after Chris Pine. It's a great action sequence there. That's, it's amazing. Um, and behind-the-scenes stuff is even cool to see how they did it. So there's that going on. Um, but no, the, everyone in the movie, it, it just plays their roles so well. And it just fits. It really does. And there's really no one out of place or anything that didn't act well. So, And then obviously... There's some you know great scenes. I just mentioned one of them, which was the fight scene on Themyscira. Um, you see the, the the warriors. You see the Amazon warriors, when the women, what they do, and how they train. But they've never been in a, in a big in a, in, a, in a battle yet, and they, they never wanted to be. Uh, it came to them. Um, but how they use, you know, the rocks and these these ropes and these bow and arrows and other weapons. They had no guns, so um, but how they use those to the advantage. Right, right ride on horses and just their amazing skills are on, on on display and it's awesome um unfortunately they're fighting men with guns so they are careful of that don't make it um because one, one one bullet is probably all that you know you need as opposed to maybe you know we can't you can shoot a bullet the fashion probably shooting a bow and arrow so things like that um some of the warriors including uh, robin Wright's and t.o.p is uh is, is killed in the battle and so but it's it's a great scene you see you, about their culture, their life, and how they would fight in a real battle if it came to them, which it did in the movie. Um, there's other great scenes throughout the movie, and the big one, of course... Um, drink real fast. Hold on one second. Sorry, doing this alone, get a little thirsty. <laughs> um, the big one, of course, is the, the no-man's-land scene, um, where Diana and the, the, the group... Um, Upon the, the trenches where you know the, where the fighting is actually happening, they're trying to get through these trenches to get across, you know, around the German, I guess, the line of defense or whatever. Um, and it would take a long time. She's seen people, she's seen people suffer and being killed, and she she kind of gets mad and like, fine." Just, and like Chris Pine says, "No man can cross that." Well, it's called no man's land. She takes it upon herself to do it, and it's one of the best scenes in a superhero movie ever uh I mean ever ever where she uh, music cues and she climbs across comes up this ladder in this barren wasteland there's no man's land and just starts to walk and starts to walk and run it run run across it and the Germans are just firing their guns at her just blazing she has a shield that's all she has and shield her little wrist uh protectors that can deflect you know bullets and it's just i remember I, I recently rewatched watched this it was amazing it's still still amazing. Um, the music with the visuals with her just her acting and her, you know, getting through this where bullets are flying past her. Then when she finally, you know, takes down a few soldiers and of course Chris Pine and the crew, um come to help, come to her aid and she sees that and when she sees them, you know, join up near her, uh, she kicks in, in into high gear and just takes out these these trenches and these huge guns. Um, it is awesome. And then continues through into the city nearby where she Destroys that. We're just like basically runs right into a tank with her shoulder and just dents this tank, and then like crushes it and flips it over, and it's amazing. While taking out these soldiers that are trying to kill them and the townspeople, and then the, the, the last big thing is she jumps up into this church steeple where a sniper's located and just crushes the steeple. Of course, then she stands atop of it, the the, the rubble. As everyone in the town and and her fellow crew look up at her and like you know clapping and applauding and kind of in awe of what she's done, she stands up there. I think it's the first time she realizes this is what I can do. Like I had I had these abilities and she doesn't even know what all those abilities she has yet, but she realizes that there's something there. This is the moment. Like, okay, I know what I ha- I know what I can do. I know what I have to do now. And she's being being cheered and applauded and. You know, before that, you know, on the mascara she's always her mother tried to hold her back. Didn't want her fighting, didn't want her training, and then of course didn't want her to go to war. And this is the moment I think this is the moment where she realizes, okay, th- this is who I this is who I am. And it's an awesome scene. Uh the you know, during the during the fight scenes, of course is the the one woman theme um from Oh, the Woman's woman's name is blank to me. But it's a theme that you know, that, that everyone knows, a little the cello, I believe it's his or no. Violin, like it is. I, I just butchered that. I apologize. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's fantastic. It is. So that, well, I, I one time wanted to make a list of my top ten like comic or superhero comic book movie scenes. I still might do it one day. Um, that one's pretty high. I can't say number one. It might be though. It's definitely top three. Um, it's just awesome to, to see her finally because before that she was just kind of dragging along with her trying to get her to the war well they got her to get got her to the war and she flexed <laughs> she said here you know the, the, the you know here hold my beer and she went and just kicked some people's butts um to be you know pg about it like just crushed crush the germans and of course all, all the american soldiers start running across the no man's land as she as after they take it out so it helps them not american the british armies and the european armies help take no man's land Take over this town, and it's just fan freaking tastic. Like there's just no way to, to describe it except that it's just it is awesome. It is her kicking butt with the music, with the visuals. It's it's the quintessential scene of this movie. It really is it's the one that you, most people think of. It's one that kind of turns the tide and turns her. And of course, you know, then they go off and there's a whole bunch more of fighting. Uh, you know, a lot of fighting and then her acting trying to take down Ares and all those all and just the action of the movie, just the action sequences are just fantastic in this movie. Um it just and, and the one and even the lead of the third act, the final act where she's on this I think Air Force base, so some base, and she's just trying to take down what she believes to be Ares. Um it's in Ludendorff. Well he's turns out to be spoiler, of course, this whole thing is spoiler, but she it turns out not to be Ares. She kills him. Um Nothing changes. The fighting keeps happening. She believes that killing Ares will stop the fighting. Well, she kills you, she believes it's be Ares. Nothing happens. Um, she doesn't understand. And then Chris Pine's character has to go save the day. He's like, I-, I need to go. I need to go. Whether you believe this is Ares or not, I have to go because this plane's about to take off with all this gas. It's going to kill millions of people. Um, so and that's when the true Ares shows up in. What is he? He may be Sir Patrick. I- I- I'm having trouble remembering his name. Um and he he shows up. He's the one that was working with the Brit, with the British Army, and kind of helped send them on their way. And he's uh, his character is the the Ares character, and they have this incredible battle. And he's explained to her how actually there's a sword she has called she believes the sword's called God Killer. He destroys the sword pretty quickly, and she's crushed she's like what that was the God Killer I thought to kill him. He explains to her of course that she is the God Killer. She was made from Zeus. Um, to kill him essentially to be the God Killer, he's trying. To, of course, you know, talking to joining forces. That's what all the all the villains do. They join forces. We can take over, and destroy man because man's man's bad. Man's man's awful. Um, you know, man's very emotional. Which all those things are true. We we humans we do terrible things. <laughs> this year is a perfect example of it. Um, we're 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 not we're not perfect by any means. But there is this quality about us that, and he explains to the movies, that this quality about us that we, there, there can be some good. We can fight through it, um, despite all the bad stuff we do, and that's kind of what she comes to understand through this fight. Um, that maybe there is more to man than just destroying the world and fighting each other, um, which is what Ares believes. And so, it's an awesome battle. But through the battle, she starts to kind of learn, you know, who she's a little more, what power she has, and then of course, when Chris Pines. The plane he's in, he he, he destroys it, um, kind of suicide. He's in this plane, throws a bomb into the, the gas bombs, and a huge explosion. Explosion. When that happens, she screams out in emotion, and that's that, the the love for him is what kind of turns us around. And like she even says like in the movie that love is the only thing that can save this world. And When that happens, her ability goes from like level like 6 to like 12 on, on a 1 to 10 scale. Like it goes just out of this world. And that's when she truly becomes Wonder Woman. Um, From then on, she just kicks Harry's butt. Start uses the lightning. She's able to do, um, I guess, bring, like, kind of of like a Thor. She's able to, you know, not beckon thunder, but uh, lightning, but uh, kind of bring the lightning and sends it back on him. And just, you see her powers truly start to come out a little bit. Like, oh, this is what she can do. Okay mean um, you kind of knew it, but it hadn't come out yet. Because, say this is still her learning what she what she can do and she she flexes on him quite a bit there at the end and just de- destroys him um that's what, and uh, I know that third act is kind of people people don't like it a lot of people don't like it I don't see the pr- it's you watch Man of Steel, watch BVS. Maybe those aren't, aren't people don't love those movies. They're Batman and Superman. They're always fighting this huge godlike villain, that there's only one. You know they're, they're wrecking shop, they're destroying this and that, and there's only one way to take him down. Like Superman and, and Man of Steel has to has to snap Zod's neck, which be like you wouldn't kill. Well, Zod is trying to destroy the world and just kill these innocent people. The only way he could he, was, he could do it at the time was to snap his neck and kill him. It's all he wanted to do because you see him scream out in in and in kind of shock and pain as a, after he did it, but they have these godlike villains. Well, that's the only thing. That's one what, there's like you find these godlike villains, and that's what is in the DC comics. That's what you, they're not going to be like these. I can to hand combat stuff. Like that's great. There's going to be these crazy CGI fights, and that's just what happens. And you you can't then knock it if, you if you don't knock the other ones or any other finals fight scene in, in most movies especially action movies for the final fight scenes you know what's going to happen you, it builds up to it and you, you know it's just you know okay there's gonna be this fighting and then good guy usually wins okay cool and that's what happens here but i i personally enjoy the, the last the last uh, last fight scene is it the best scene in the movie no i think the earlier i said no man's land is but it's a great final fight scene and you through aries with with his talking to her and, and fighting her you learn more about Diana and how she's the God Killer, and how and you find out her abilities start to come out a little bit. They start to shine as he's trying to kill her. Um, without without that happening, she wouldn't truly know who she is. So I, I don't get the hate for that scene. Then again, maybe I just I'm not a I'm not a true movie pundit. I'm not a, I didn't take any you know classes in college and study like film or anything like that. It's a purely a fan's perspective, and that's how I take it. I I I don't knock it, um, because you know her mother didn't want to tell her that she before she left the mascara didn't didn't want to tell her she was the god killer. Didn't want she wanted her to find out because the stronger she got, the closer Aries got to her. Well, she got strong enough, Aries was there, and then she truly showed her her powers and who she truly is, and that's that's awesome. Um, I wish we, wish now next movie is set nineteen eighty four. Like almost seventy years of time that we didn't see it, but we do we see some of it obviously in uh, BVS. She, she makes an appearance at the end, and then Justice League. Um, but there's a lot of time now that she wasn't, at least on at least on film. Well, at least wasn't we weren't we didn't see what she was doing. So, um, but through, through those other other movies, especially Justice League, you see her powers start to come out and what she can really do, and it's pretty awesome. Um, we also see that also see the humanity the, the humanity side of her. Where she wants. She feels for humanity. She feels for just feels for people, and wants wants good in this world. Um, she believes in people for the most part, although it's hard to at times. When even the end of her movie here, you know, she's she's the the more memorial and Steve's pictures on there, and you know, it, it, it's a, it, it's a pretty hard. Um, but you you see that that side of her that okay, there's there's more to me. I meant more, more in this world than just to be on this island with my fellow Amazons. Like, there's more to her than this. There's not just being locked up on this island. There's She has a bigger purpose in this world. And it comes out in this movie. It does so, so well. Um, so I, I'm excited to see the sequel. Uh, I don't know really anything about Cheetah. She's played by Kristen Wiig, I believe. I don't know anything about it. Um, other than what I've seen in the trailers. And I, I've heard mixed reviews of it. But once again, it's typical. Um, <laughs> it seems like anymore in this world. Very few movies are we are really regarded as like almost everyone loves them they just aren't people are so divisive we were divisive in this country on about everything movies especially um lord knows you but title about, about movies on social media especially twitter you can talk about how you didn't like a certain scene in the movie but you like the movie and you'll just get ripped to shreds by trolls or awful people about well this scene's, but you should like this scene. this and that it's it's their opinion and this is my opinion of the movie um I'm probably going to jump. I'm probably going to enjoy Wonder Woman 84. probably am. Yeah, just going to say it now because I, I, I enjoy the movies. I've enjoyed most of the DCEU. I really have. Suicide Squad, the first one was the one that I enjoyed a lot of, to be honest. The whole villain just waving her arms, not doing much, was probably the worst part of the movie. I enjoyed the, the, the team up and what they each had to do, and there were some emotional scenes in there at times. Uh, when in, oh, I think it's Inferno. That's the one I think I can't I think it's Inferno, the, the fire guy. I'm just talking about. What he did, like his family, it's tragic and awful, and you feel for him. But there's a lot of that movie. I really enjoyed. It was fun. It was it was goofy. There was music, you know. People are like, to oh, tell him big music video. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I love Man of Steel, BVS, and Justice League. I enjoyed. They weren't great, great, but I enjoyed Shazam. He even fights a crazy super villain at the end. Um, really fun movie, also. So I've really enjoyed a lot of them. I love the MCU a little more, but they just kind of relate to me more and almost a little more grounded for me. Which i enjoy so um yeah i'm looking forward to seeing this hopefully i can go see it at the dolby theater at the amc theater the dolby um she got the best sound and visuals it's if you have a chance to ever go to a dolby theater at the at one of the amc um theaters do it it's awesome it's a, <laughs> there's speakers behind you and you kind of you, you you feel the sound you feel it and it's in different scenes and it's, it's awesome and the visuals are incredible of course um, so definitely check it out if you get a chance. I recommended it. I think the first one I ever saw might have been, might have been Thor Ragnarok, which actually might have been a few months after, I think, I think it was 2017 also, I think, I think. But, saw that one there, and it was, it was awesome. movie, of course, was awesome itself, but just, the Dolby was, uh, it takes, Theater experiences up a notch or several notches, so if you get a chance, do something like that. I think it's also, uh, I know AMC also has AMC Prime, it might be similar. I don't, I don't, I've never been to a Prime, but the Dolby is, this is the one to check out if you can. There's only so many across the country, and right now, so only so many of those are open. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. Hopefully, I see it this weekend or sometime this week, and then uh, looking forward to next week's um, segment of uh, movies. Movies I love. I, I don't know what's next. I don't know. I had an idea for a couple of them. I rewatched here recently, so rewatched watched some Lord of the Rings here recently. Um, I might do a recent Ben, F- ben Affleck movie, uh, maybe the Accountant's one. I've also rewatched sort of recently, or another Gavin O'Connor one, uh, Warrior. One I also rewatched. May have to rewatch again for this for the show, but looking forward to this. I'm gonna try to do it once a week, um, about 20, 25, 30 minutes each time. We're about thirty minutes right now. I'm wrapping it up here, so hopefully I have a guest. So talking about myself the entire time um whether it be my wife or one of my friends who you know a couple of here in town that just love movies also that were you know said they're on the podcast with me um a couple of years ago so I, I i feel like i can join hopefully we get i get someone else because i mean i enjoy talking but it's more fun to back and forth with someone about what they love and what they didn't love and kind of discuss but you know do it in a nice way like you can sure surajize each other about certain things um but also just talk about why you loved it and it's fun to see their excitement along with your excitement about a certain movie so guys this has been episode one of movies i love my name is jimmy gillespie um hope you like this and hopefully i see you next week have a good week and i'll talk to you then